Bokatov, we are continuing the story of creation, and I've been getting side texts from people saying you've been playing up the story a lot. I'm, I'm, I'm very, very excited to, to, to see, see the, the depth of get, it, get and, it. And, and get it. So uh, we have more, we have more sorry, psukim. Sorry, wanna... No, you can wear. <laughs> we have more, uh, I'm not going to wear with your permission, because okay, have I, I have to talk. Uh, we, we have more psukim to get to, so I think we should con- finish reading the text. Mm-hmm. And then bring up some of the questions, and then I'm going to introduce you to the overarching theory that should answer all the questions in the text. You, you should be very confused by reading it. I mean, if you're, if you're reading the text and you have no questions, then there's you're something lost. wrong. Then, then you're not reading the text correctly. Then maybe you may be reading it as a historical event purely, mm-hmm. and you're just accepting things that you should actually be questioning. Okay, where, where did we get up to last time? We did the second aliyah. So now we're up to the third aliyah that... Uh, in the second, in, in the previous thing, uh, God sees that it's not good for man to be alone. I will make him a helper next to him. Mm-hmm. He introduces him to all the animals. And, 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 and then Adam, he names all the animals. And whatever the name he named, that was the name of that animal. Adam, now we're in Pasuk 20, in Pasuk Kaf. And Adam gave names to all of the animals and to all the birds of the sky and to all of the animals of the field. But for man, he did not find a mate that would be next to him. So Adonai Elohim, remember we said the significance of the name of Adonai. Okay, so it does come up here. So uh, Adonai Elohim, God, starts. He puts Adam into, to, he puts him to sleep. Vayishan, and he slept. And he takes one of his, you could call it rib, some people say it's, it's a side, because uh, would be a side of the Mishkan. We have it in other places in the Torah. It says size. Side. Oh, it does say side? Yes, yeah. So the side is the more Midrashic, midrashic idea. But, but let's, let's say either one. Mm-hmm. Okay? So he takes one of his ribs or one of his sides, and he encloses it, or he encloses uh, flesh around it. And then God built out of that side or out of that rib that he took from man, he, he made woman. And he brings woman to man. Okay? And man says, This time, bone of my bones, flesh of my flesh, to this I will call woman, because she, had, she was taken from man. Alken, now this, is, this pasuk is an interjection of the text. This is not uh, Adam speaking, this is the narrator of the story who's speaking. Alken, based on this, this thing that Adam just said, or this story of Adam meeting Chava, Alken, Ya'azov ish et aviv ve'et imo ve'davak ve'ishto ve'ayu lebasar echad. It's very interesting that we would bring this up right now. As an yeah, interjection. They don't even have a parent. They don't have, they're not parents yet. Right, right. right that's interesting. Uh, that, is, that, is, that is a very good question. That is a very good question. <laughs> Therefore, what do you know, what do you even know? It's just creation. What are, what are parents? I think, it in, it, in this early stage, it's teaching us that you have to marry. Yeah. And the Giacomo loves this lesson. Yes. He loves it. <laughs> of course. 
It's his theme. It's his theme of the class. The message is right here. Okay. <laughs> you the got to the point. <laughs> to the point. <laughs> okay. Uh, therefore, man will leave his parents and he'll cling to his wife, and they will become like one flesh. Fascinating what that means to become like one flesh. What does that even mean? Okay. And they were both naked, man and his wife, and they were not embarrassed. That's also okay. Good, thanks. Thanks for telling me. They were naked. Fine. Perek Gimel, third chapter. The snake was more cunning than all of the animals of the field that God had made. And he asks the woman, is it true that God said you should not eat from any of the fruit of the of the uh, trees of the garden. By the way, you should see in that in that pasuk, it says by uh, uh, arumim. and then arum two different meanings. It's two different meanings. The first one says the man and woman were naked. It uses the word arum, which means naked, and then it says that the nachash was cunning, using the word arum. So, they're, they're, so that's clearly the text is doing that on purpose because it's, 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 a, it's a poetic device. But maybe there's some deeper significance to it. Also, I guess we, we will see. I, it clearly has a dual meaning, but maybe there's, there is a relationship between their nakedness and the snake. Could it be? We'll see. Okay. So he says to the woman, is it true that God said do not eat from any of the fruits of the garden, any of the trees of the garden? No, you're allowed to have from the trees of the garden. But, but from the tree that is in the middle of the garden, God said, do not eat from it. We should not touch it, lest we die. Okay? Yes. Interesting. Notice that she doesn't answer exactly properly. She doesn't say, what did God tell Adam? Do not eat from the fruit of the, the etzadat. Okay? She says, from the tree that's in the middle of the garden, we cannot eat and we cannot touch. God never said do not touch. So God never said do not touch. Yes. So it's clearly something is up there. Okay? Fine. Pentamutun. Lest we die. Nachash says to the woman, you're not going to die. You're not going to die. Okay? Ki Elohim. The real reason that God is keeping you from having the tree. God knows that on the day that you eat from it, your eyes will be opened. And you will be like God who will know good and bad. And this pasuk is very important. And the woman sees that the tree... Is good for eating. How would you know? Mm. And it looks nice to the eyes. And it's enjoyable to look at and appreciate. And she takes from its fruit and she eats. And she also gives to her husband with her and he eats. Welcome, welcome. We miss you. Come, come. We're, in a, we're in the middle of a riveting story. Okay. 
Vatipakachna Aineshanehem. Yeah, there is no such a distance in this thing. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> okay. But Apostle Zayn, but he pakachna aineshen him, but yeduuki erumim him, and their eyes open, and all of a sudden they know that they are naked. Vayit peru alete ena vayasulahem chagorot. So they made for themselves fig leaves, and they used them as belts to to cover what? To cover. Their, their, their nakedness, yes. right? Okay. Any any questions so far uh, on that? There could be a lot of questions. There are a lot of questions. We'll, we'll save but them. But it's interesting when that are, when why gonna... why is it that once their eyes open, they all of a sudden realize Stop. that they're naked of all of all of all things? I have a question even from before that. Wait, wait. The, the <laughs> questions from before that. Let's wait till the end. Uh, okay, we're almost this, almost done with this. We're not gonna sleep this week. Yeah. Uh, uh, by the way, I, I couldn't sleep last night. I was I was thinking about I was thinking about the story. And then I, my, my mind started racing about all the ideas in the story, and I, I didn't fall asleep until like 2 in the morning. Okay? But, but it's true. This is, a, this is actually the kind of story that you lose sleep over. Okay. Uh, so they realize that they're naked, and they make themselves fig, leaf, uh, fig leaves as a belt. They hear the sound of God r- roaming around in the garden, in the, the cool of the day, and Adam and his wife, they hide from Adonai Elohim in the middle of the trees in the garden. Mm-hmm. So God says to Adam, He says, where are you? And he said, well, I heard your voice, I heard your sound in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, so I hid. And then Hashem says, Who told you that you were naked? Did you eat from the tree that I commanded you not to eat from? And Adam said, The woman that you gave me, she is the one who gave me from the tree, and I ate. <laughs> So Hashem says to the woman, what did you do? And then she says, no, I didn't do it. The, the snake that the snake that you gave me, he gave it to me and I ate. So Hashem says to the Nachash, because you did this, so then, because the God turns to the snake and he says, because you did this, you're going to be cursed from all of the creatures of the field. On your belly you will now walk and you will eat dust or dirt all of the days of your life. And I'm going to insert hatred between you and between the woman, between her descendants and between yours. Forever. He will strike you in the head, and you will strike him back in the ankle, which is the way animal human beings fight with snakes because of our because of the fact that they're on the ground. Okay. Now God turns to the woman and he says, Well, because you did this, I'm going to greatly increase your pain in childbirth. Through suffering you will give birth to children. 
and your desire will be to your husband. Oh. And he rule will him. rule over you. You don't say today to the women because well, no. you have a lot. No, no, no. Well, if, if, if you're going to get political, then you're going to miss the key points of the story. <laughs> because this is not a political statement, necessarily. Yeah. And, and just because something offends your political sensibilities... If, you, if you're going to ignore the meaning of the story and the depth of the story, then you're using politics to, to just to ignore important things about life. Okay? A lot of people, because of their political beliefs, they kind of hide from important information about life. And then they make big mistakes. Mm-hmm. And this, actually, that pasuk, has some very important information about life in general. But we'll get to it. Okay? Okay. I win. I know. I, this, it's a very long story. It's a very long story. It's a lifelong, no, but it's a what I, I'll explain to you why why I'm, I'm waiting till the end because everything is going to be explained really with one basic theory, and then I need we're going to have to as as a group kind of see all of the implications of that theory and how it keeps wow. coming up Bravo. in the story. Okay? Bravo. Let's go. Tamani said, because you listened to, your, to the voice of the woman and you ate from the tree that I commanded you not to eat from, the, the land will be cursed because of you. In, in difficulty, you will eat it all the days of your life. And uh, thorns and thistles will grow for you and you'll, have to, you'll be left eating the grass of the field. You will, uh, through the sweat of your brow, you will eat bread until you return to the land that you've been taken from. Because you are dust and you will return to the dust. Now the man now turns to his wife and he calls her Chava. Because she is the mother of all things. Okay, that's also another interesting thing because he already named her. So why is he naming her again? Again. Interesting. And God uh, made for men and women clothing of, of fur or something, some kind of skin. Some, I mean, you'd assume that they had skin, but so you'd assume this is all of an animal, right? This is the skin of an animal. So he made them because before they were just wearing fig leaves. Yes. Right? Leaves, so it's, yes. Not, it's not really enough. So he makes them, he makes them animal hide that they could wear. To become warm. Right. Then God says, man has become like, like us, knowing good and bad. And now he may send his hand and take from the tree of life. And you will eat and you will live forever. Finally, we're talking about the tree of life. By the way, we haven't spoken about the tree of life Not at all. all. This is only... And there's no talk about it until now. And also, by the way, remember we said in the first creation story... It says, um, yes, I, and it I, says it in the plural. Yes. So you know the stories are related because here he's again speaking in the plural. plural. Mm-hmm. God has be- man has become like one of us. Yeah. He's speaking in the plural sense. Yeah. That's probably a way of showing kavod to Hashem, by the way. I, I also I, I put a lot of thought into that. In, in, in Hebrew, we do it. We say, Haim uh, Efshar. Uh, like when you're speaking yeah. to a yeah. rabbi, right? You say, you see it a lot in... in, in third person. The third person, plural. Plural, yeah. Haim, uh, haim uh, let's how do you say it? Um, uh, harav, hem yecholim lavo labay like yeah. you say, you speak like that, you but do speak also, like that. Also, also I think in, in, 
in, in business sense, I thought about it, like when you speak to your client, you speak to someone, you say, may, you know, you don't say, I want to come over, or may, may we. Yeah, you, yeah. You speak in general terms of your company, it's a plural. Always, always. Right, always so many God is speaking of it, the institution of Godship or something. Of always exactly, because you always talk plural, you always, never say always, me. Always. Yeah, 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 of course. So, the Even if you're a one-man company, you yes. say, well, what yes. do we do as a... It's we your company, it's but more, you can say we. More, it's more... It's, it's more kavod. Yes. It's so this is what... This okay. Is what I thought so, so he says, he says, uh, yeah. So he says, man has become like one of us, you know, good and bad, lest he take from the tree of life and he lives forever. So God sent him out of the garden, Gan Eden, to work the land that he was originally taken from. Adam, and he chased men out by Eden, and he places in the east of Gan Eden the oh, wow. And the flaming sword which turns every day, or, or which turns every way, to guard the entrance to the tree of life. Okay, that's the story. Okay, and the, the next story is a separate story. It's a story of kind yeah, and heaven. It continues from our story, but it's, it's a different story. So what, what is, uh, we, there's a lot, there's a lot. But let, let me ask some questions. I mean, what, what questions do you have? Just that, that's the, uh, really, with, yeah, the yell at you from the text. I have a question. Yeah. How is all of this punishment fair? Ah, what's the, what are these what punishments? Is this what, is what, is, what, is, what is going on with these punishments? Why are we getting punished in these specific ways? Why does the woman now have to suffer from childbirth? And why does the man now have to work the field? Very good question. Also, why does it say that if you eat from this tree, you die? But why does it say that if you eat from the tree, that you die? But then, when we no, eat from the tree... And then, and then it says, eat from the, the, the tree of life. And, uh, and then it says, and then the, the fear then becomes to eat from the tree of life. Hold on. And, and why is it, by the way, that Adam never wants to go straight to the tree of life? You know, he goes straight for the, to the Etzadat, but he doesn't go to the tree of life. And then only after he eats from the Etzadat, all of a sudden the tree of life is a concern. Yes. But until he eats from the Etzadat, for some reason, there's no concern for the tree of life. What, what, okay. what, what intrigues me, not necessarily a question, but it just intrigues me, is that from creation, before they were even, they already had temptation. Or from? To, to eat, not to, or like there, were, there was already a, a, and then, you know, you see the story. It's literally yeah, like a kid. Real. Who broke the, you're coming to a little kid, you're coming to who, they're all hiding, the kids, somebody broke a vase or something. Yeah, so it's it, like a, it's, it's a, it shows humans, Mankind well, well, that's something. That, so that's mankind. something we're going to point out that this is showing mankind in its very early stages. Okay, so let me let me give you the overarching theory because if I were to leave you after all of the the pain <laughs> I put you through, <laughs> it would just be too unfair. The overarching theory is as follows, and then we're going to have to follow it down the rabbit hole and to see all of its its implications. The story of Adam and Chava, fundamentally, is a story of the development of the human mind. It's a story that tells us how we went from being animals who work off instinct to human beings who have a consciousness and an ability to choose between good and between bad, or what we perceive as good and bad. Now the story builds off from the fact that God created us in His image. And the fact that He created us in His image means a number of things. Well, 
if we want to know what it means to be created in God's image, we have to see what did God do in the creation story. Because whatever God did in the creation story, that is going to be kind of the, 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 the example, basic ingredients example. of what human beings are going to emulate. So what did God do in the creation story? Well, He creates. He clearly has free will. And He speaks. And that's why in our story, we, well, we're going to talk about how this development of the mind leads to creative activity. By the way, the Chachamim also say that, that Adam, uh, in Motza'e Shabbat, he created fire. And the, the reason behind it is partially because fire is a tool that helps men create. It's, it's, a, it's the number one tool that allows us to change the shape of things and create things. But what's very interesting is that God speaks throughout all of creation, that God chooses His creation, He chooses what to create, and that uh, and that um, and th there's creation there's speech and there's choice and there, there's a initiative on behalf of God and these are the things that we're going to see that develop in man so uh, based on this theory okay based on this understanding of the story what would the etz hada'at tovara what does it represent what does eating from the fruit of the etz hada'at represent I just told you what the, the whole choice. point of the story is the point of the story is to show that how men developed from animal to, to human. The Etzada Tovara represents the acquisition of free will, the acquisition of choice, the ability to decide between good and bad. Now, does an animal decide between good and bad? Wow, what a good question. Animals don't. Animals don't decide on anything. Actually... But, but some, no, but the dog, yes. Sometimes it does. No, animal, animals don't. It's all instinct. Everything that animals do is instinct. Now, now, what do animals, what what do animals do? Well, they follow the animals follow the truth. They follow the truth of their existence, because they're hardwired a certain way, and they basically follow exactly what yeah, like the their birds, hardwiring they tells they know them. Know how to it, it happens by itself. Right, so. Okay, it happens by itself. So animals they choose the truth. Now, do animals? Now, let's say human beings, we also, let's say, have a truth for how we're supposed to live, but we have a secondary thing, which is knowledge of good and bad, which is our personal opinions on this is good and this, this is bad. bad. Yes. And now the question is, will our opinions of good and bad, will they align with the truth or not? Animals, they, their behavior is automatic, so they're always living in the, in the realm of truth. But human beings, no, we, we, have, we eat from this tree and we acquire good and bad and an opinion on good and bad. And now the question is, will that, decision, will that decision always be in line with the truth or not? Well, not necessarily, clearly. clearly. And now part of the story is going to be explored. It's going to be exploring what are those things that are, will inhibit man from being able to make proper choices. Now... Like the, this book of truth. Uh, it's a, okay, maybe. But uh, one more thing, I actually do want to point out. This is why this is a follow-up to the story of creation of man, in which God creates man and does not say that he is good, because until man learns to choose and to choose in line with the higher truth, as opposed to his personal opinions, which are good and bad, man is not. He has not proven himself to be good. Or he's not proven himself to, to be a perfectly created creature. 
man was actually created. Our goal in life is to get to that point. Well, our goal in life, based on the story, is going to be to choose properly. Isn't isn't wow. everybody's personal? Everybody's it's a life. My man. truth is somebody. My truth can be different than somebody else's truth. I speak my truth. It's individual. It's, it's what's good and bad is what's good and bad is good. Maybe good for me is not yes, good for the it's next. Yes, it's your measure. Well, it's your well, measure of understanding. Of, 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 for sure, there is an there is an element of subjectivity in what would be yes, good for each yes, person. Yes. But now the question becomes: When people typically, when people say my truth, they're actually talking from a relativist standpoint, okay. in which there is no objective morality. Okay. And then what their their claim is that I get to decide what morality is, which is the uh, uh, which is the that is the quintessential subversion of this of this story yeah, exactly That's because the story is telling us that there is some uh, objective or some good thing that a per, that human beings should be choosing and they're wow. given the choice to choose between good and bad which is purely subjective which is internal and if they let that get corrupted then they're kind of deviating from the script of what human beings are supposed to be doing wow. so why the harsh Oh, we're good. We're, uh, there's so much. <laughs> well, I just got you started. Now, 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 now that we know the, what the story is about, I think it's it would be very, it would be it would be a good idea for you to read reread the text and to try to see all the elements. For example, I'll give you a hint: the the giving animals names is very similar to God's speech in creation. What is the significance of naming animals? Okay, and and what is and what is the significance of the tree of life after we develop? free choice and free will okay and and try to understand why is it that once we develop free will we're all of a sudden embarrassed of our, of our nakedness and try to understand maybe what it means what what would be the difference between animal mortality and human mortality that's a deep one try to understand the difference between animal mortality and human mortality these are all elements of the story. Amen. 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 Amen.